Hey everybody, welcome to our Vertical Podcast. I'm excited to have Emily Tanner with us today. We're going to be talking about her story of healing. And as we've said before, the Vertical Podcast is designed to educate and motivate people in how to live out their faith. So we welcome you today to the Vertical Podcast. Welcome to Live Him Out Today. I'm excited to have Emily Tanner with us today. She was part of our services Sunday. Got to hear a little bit about her story. You'll get to hear that today. I'm also excited because we have some new vertical mugs on our table. How about that? So we've got our podcast mug, Live Him Out. Uh, Alexa made these for us, so it's pretty cool. Uh, We'll see about getting some more of those available later on for other folks. So uh, Emily Tanner is with us Mm -hmm. today, and I'm going to get Emily just to tell just a little bit of her story, just... Shrink it down for us today so we can set the frame of reference where we're headed today. We talked about how the cross heals yeah. Sunday. Yep. And Emily told her story about how uh, Jesus has healed so many areas in her life yep. um, through some mental areas, emotional mm-hmm. areas, relational, and even physical. Mm-hmm. So, Emily, give us a little bit of background on that. Set us set us up today for where we're going. Um, so for about probably a good 20 years, I struggled with anxiety, depression, worry. My mind was clouding my actions, my outward behaviors. And while I had grown up in the church, I had never been taught how to apply scripture and how how much power there is through the cross, through Mm. healing Mm. with his word. I had never been taught that there are resources out there that do align with my faith. Faith yeah. that can help me go and heal the anxiety, the worry, the depression. It led to self-harm. It led to physical manifestations of pain and suffering. And mm. I got to a point where I was like, I am done. Wow. I started with traditional Western approach. I tried holistic, but nothing has brought or is bringing me as much healing mm. as what I've learned through like-minded Christian counselors and mm-hmm. therapists. And now just having aligned myself with God's word. Mm. I I mean, I don't think I, I've been to the therapist once in the last year Wow. Um, after digging in and really, really trying to understand God's character and how he sees me. Mm. And just to give everybody, <clears throat> again, some scope on this, you're, you're at a point physically where you're unable to walk. Oh yeah, yep. It manifested into, I couldn't get dressed. I was in the emergency room. I was on all kinds of pain medication. I had been diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. Hmm. My husband was helping me with daily life activities. And I was like, Lord, what am I missing? And he used different avenues to really grab a hold of my attention and Hmm. say, are you ready to do this now? Because I've been waiting. You've distanced yourself from me and I've been here and I will always be here Hmm. and I am calling you back. Hmm. So physically, again, your own thoughts, emotions, and relationships. It affects your your marriage and your kids, parenting, all of that. All of it, yeah. Yeah. So um, if you want to hear more of Emily's story, Mm -hmm. I'd suggest you listen to the the full message from Sunday, Vertical Church, Ovilla Online. So people have submitted questions Mm -hmm. for today, Mm -hmm. and uh, quite a few. So we're going to walk through. These are great questions that take us into some very practical places about how Emily found healing uh, in Christ. So the first one was this, uh, Emily, and you said, no one taught me that I'm in control of my thoughts yep. and my thoughts do not control me. Yep. Uh, they said, this is such an important part of faith, renewing our mind, learning to think the way Jesus thinks. Mm-hmm. Does 
thought follow action or does action follow thought? So that's a that's a pretty profound philosophical mm-hmm. thought, but or question, but very important. The yes, Bible has a lot is. to say about it that, does. actually. Yep. So, uh, how how do you answer that? So, action first or thought first? So, my favorite verse that applies to this there are are a lot. Yes. So we got to narrow it down because yep. we only have a certain amount of time. It's <clears> Proverbs twenty seven three, where it talks about. Um, as for as a person thinks in his heart, so is he. Yes. That's very straight and to the point. It's true. How we think we are. Yes. And if we're not aligning ourselves with the truth mm-hmm. of God's word, mm-hmm. then our outward behaviors are going to exhibit what is going on inside of our minds. That's true. It's so, 100% true. Yeah. And when I started to align my thoughts and understand what that meant, my outward behavior, my actions changed rapidly, rapidly started to change. Wow. So uh, even Proverbs also says, um, guard your heart with all diligence for from from it flow the issues of life. Mm -hmm. So it does all come from this place of actions do follow thought. What you believe does determine how you live. Mm So um, I think that's a pretty straightforward answer from scripture. Yep, yep. And, and that's what Jesus talks so much about the importance of what we believe yeah. and that faith is what changes us. Yeah. So Yeah. Um so along that another thing that you mentioned Sunday is this idea that we align our spirit with his spirit. Mm-hmm. So uh describe that a little bit more. What does that mean? How do I do that? How do I align my spirit with his spirit? When in the Bible it talks about God's thoughts and his character and guarding our thoughts and taking every thought obedient to Christ. Mm. Well, if I don't know what God's character is, if I don't know scripture, if I don't know his heart for me, for humanity, for life, how am I going to walk in step with that? If I'm out, if I am bitter or angry or judging mm-hmm. or gossiping or, or whatever it is I'm struggling with, those are out of line with yeah. the spirit. That's yeah. out of line with God's word. It's out of line with his character. And the way to know who he is and what he desires for us is mm-hmm. to open our Bibles. And that's the best way to align yourself with yeah. him. And it's a process. <laughs> it, it begins yeah. at salvation. Mm-hmm. It's the point where we recognize um I am a sinner and mm-hmm. I do need to repent. I do mm-hmm. need to come to him. There's grace uh, for those who humble themselves. Yeah. And then I begin this process of aligning myself with truth. Yep. Uh, I start matching uh, what I, how I think, how I believe with what he says yes. is true. And yeah. so I stop doing things like um, thinking I have to punish myself yeah, for my sins. That was huge for me. Oh my gosh. That was so huge for me. I thought I was unsavable. I mm. thought that Jesus could never save somebody like me. I was mm. repenting like all the time. I was yeah. worried I wasn't going to go to heaven. I mean, so much doubt, yeah. no confidence at all. Like yeah. you've been talking about having confidence and like insecurity is all in, like it starts with in, but it's my true. security needs to be heavenward, not yeah. here. I need to I needed to really understand that my security is in Christ and mm. the cross alone, not because of anything I do or don't right. do, but because of what he has done in yeah. my place. And it's a continual process. I'm, you know, I'm daily renewing my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm daily seeking him and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm being 
renewed and transformed in the process. Yes. So it, yes. it's a, it's an ongoing, it's process. an ongoing thing. It's a, it's a continual ongoing thing. I, you know, I say that I've been healed from anxiety mm-hmm. now. Do anxious thoughts still creep in? Absolutely. Sure. Like, I mean, the toilet paper crisis of 2020, I was freaking <laughs> out. I have like five kids. I'm like, oh my gosh, the world is ending. Yeah. Right. And those anxious <laughs> thoughts, actually, I, you know, had kind of stepped out of line a little bit and those anxious thoughts manifested into like grinding my teeth at night and I was getting horrible migraines because I wasn't taking all those thoughts captive. And when I went to God, he was like, really? (laughs) Like, don't worry about the toilet paper. It'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So great question. Yes. uh, We do align our spirit with his spirit. It is an ongoing process. It it begins in scripture. Mm -hmm. It's listening to his spirit and it's a continual process of bringing myself back in line with him. So along that same line is this a word the Bible uses about repenting, yes, changing our minds yes. and, and choosing to walk in truth. Mm-hmm. Is that, uh, the question is, is that a one-time action <laughs> or is that an over and over thing we do? Oh. So there you go. It depends on if you're doing it over and over. I mean, if you're going and let's say watching pornography, you do need to repent of that. Mm-hmm. You committed that sin. Mm-hmm. If the temptation comes along like, oh, don't you want to go turn on your TV or mm-hmm you know, cuss out your boss or whatever it is. Right. I don't, it, personally, I don't think that we need to go and repent of that. We mm. need to say, no, I repented of that struggle that I had yep. that is dead to me. It was paid for on the cross. Yep. It is done. I have received the forgiveness and saying, I say to this no more, like right. you have no say over this and I'm not going to walk in that. So there's a huge difference how I approach that. Mm-hmm. I repent of it. And if I do sin again, if I'm disrespectful to my husband or whatever, I do go and seek mm-hmm. forgiveness from God and my spouse or whatever. Right. Yeah. And if you started <laughs> believing again, like you said, if, if you started letting fear creep back yeah. in and you went down this path mm-hmm. of not trusting God in that moment, well, yes, you want to come back yes. and repent of that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, repent is means change. change. I, I go in a mm-hmm. different direction. Yeah. So I guess really... Maybe the answer is I, I need to repent as often as I need to change. Yeah, you know, exactly. What, yep. I, what I'm thinking, what I'm doing. Yep. Um, and it's an ongoing process as well. Yeah. It's, it's not just a one-time thing, right. but it starts right. with the one time. Yeah, it starts with that one time and you keep moving forward. And as it tries to infiltrate itself, you yep. keep going back and saying, no, yep. I'm, I'm not doing this anymore. It's good. All right. So uh, a couple of other questions then turn down the path of relationships Mm -hmm. because all of this begins to play itself out in relationships. So uh, talk about this for a moment. The question is, um, is my focus now in life to be about my uh, vertical and horizontal (laughs) relationships? Is that, is that what my focus is to be in life now? Uh huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's your softball question. (laughs) So it's very specific. You know, the greatest commandment is to love the Lord, your God. So, it's true. Like you have said, scripture has an order. God yes. is a God of order. Yes. If I'm in conflict with my spouse or my coworker or my kid or my in-law or whoever or mm. whatever, then I need to take a step back and be like, okay, God, show me, show yeah. me, give me discernment, wash over me your discernment and show me where I have stepped out of relationship with you, where mm-hmm. I have taken on too much myself mm-hmm. and I need to go to that first, check that space and allow him to 
pour into me yep. where uh, these other uh, horizontal relationships need to be fixed. Yeah. And so in the same way that you experience healing mm-hmm. emotionally, mentally, mm-hmm. uh, physically, mm-hmm. we can experience healing in relationships. Yes, absolutely. Horizontal relationships. Yep. There yep. can be. There can be restoration absolutely. of broken relationships, mm-hmm. restoration of marriages, restoration yes. of, of friendships mm-hmm. that have been broken. That can happen. There can oh, be healing. Absolutely. absolutely. My know. husband and I were very... Um, distant we were broken we i was very um type a driven like i said on sunday Mm -hmm. take the bull by the horn type Mm -hmm. person and he was very laid back Mm -hmm. and there was a lot of conflict in just different things and it grew and grew and grew and grew and manifested because we weren't dealing with our relationships with God. Mm. We were trying to come at each other constantly when God right. was calling us both individually back, back or into him. a closer relationship with him because mm. individually we had separated ourselves mm. further from God in mm-hmm. our relationship we had, and we needed the way to bring out restoration in relationship with mm-hmm. humans. Mm-hmm is to check it with God. It's true. The the vertical relationship mm-hmm. is priority. Oh, you shall it is. love the Lord your God yes. with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Yes. Jesus said that's yes. the greatest commandment. Yes. And then when that healing mm-hmm. has uh, happened yeah. or is in the process of happening, mm-hmm. then you begin to work out the horizontal. Yeah. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. Uh, and you can't you can't love as yourself yeah. if yourself is still broken yeah. here. Yeah. So, and um, even like in my relationships with my children, you know, as a mom, and I'm sure a lot of parents can relate, we so badly desire relationship with our children and mm -hmm. we want them to come to us. Um, and the funny thing is, is that the more I sought God personally, the more my children sought me, mm-hmm. you know, cause we're supposed to be reflectors and imitators yep. Yep. and the light on the hill. And so when they were struggling, if mm-hmm. I'm over here struggling, there's a resistance, you know, right. it's like two magnets bump negative and positive magnets bumping right. up against each other or whatever. Wow. And the more I sought God, the more they mm. came and wanted to know the difference in me. And I'm not wow. kidding you. Cause a lot of times I would go and I'd like chase after them and I'd give them my negative opinion. And how could you be doing this and all this stuff. <laughs> right. And I shut them down. Now, yep. while they need correction <clears throat> and I need to be their parent, right. it was way more receptive when I was more receptive and obedient to my father. Yeah. So, so when you were in a place of health, yeah, it promoted health. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so true. It is. And in some ways, um, when those broken horizontal relationships mm-hmm. happen, it should be an indicator that, okay, something's not right yeah. here. Yeah. Yep. As as it was for you, even physically, you mm-hmm. began to recognize, all right, something's not right nope. here. I yeah. need to find an answer. And you yeah. went back to seek first the kingdom of yes. God, and his righteousness, yes. all these things will yes. be added to you. Yes, so amen. That's that, right. That's more the order process. Yes, yeah. it is. God's yeah. a God of order. He puts those things in there for a reason. It's true. If it's for true. a reason. Even like getting rid of like all my bitterness and anger that was causing so much pain and turmoil, I memorized Ephesians 431 mm. about giving it all up. And I'm like, I give it to you, I give it to you, I give it to you, I give it to you. And I kept falling into this pit of it. Wow. And I'm like, okay, what am I missing? Like, why? Why do I keep reacting? Why mm. do I keep doing this? Mm-hmm. And God said to me, you didn't keep reading. Mm. You did not you keep reading. 32. And you get to verse 32 and it talks about do this. Yeah. So get rid of this and do this, or you're going to keep falling in that hole you were just in. That's true. That's true. <clears throat> All right. So you mentioned Sunday, um, this picture of a husband 
being like an umbrella of protection yeah. for his wife. Mm-hmm. And so um, talk more about that. What is that? What did that mean for you mm-hmm. in your marriage, yeah. uh, Stephen becoming or, or recognizing Stephen is the umbrella of protection? How did that work out for y'all? Again, scripture has order. God has mm-hmm. order. God is overall. Mm-hmm. And then as a Christian wife, I have an umbrella of protection in my husband. I can go to him. He is the leader. He is, he has some spiritual authority. Mm-hmm. Um, even if I don't think that his decisions would be my decisions, I can rest in the fact that he's accountable to God mm-hmm. for how he leads our family. <clears throat> right. right. And I need to be, um, a gentle spirit, a meek spirit. And there, and that word in our culture is so yeah. degraded. Yeah. It's so degraded. And when you actually look it up, it's such a place of power and strength yeah. because it takes more power and strength to be a, to be, to be calm and a gentle spirit than it does to go at him, you know, with fire coming out of my head. Like, (laughs) why did you do that for? I just, yeah. Yeah. So let me just clarify a few things that Mm -hmm. this does not mean. Mm -hmm. This does not mean that you have to go through him to get to God. Absolutely not. Nope. Yeah. This does not mean that you don't have a voice in your family. Correct. Yep. Uh, This does not mean that you have to put yourself under him, even if he's being Correct. abusive and mean. Correct. No, not at all. <clears throat> so I yeah. just wanted to put those clarifiers out there. Correct. And my husband, never an abusive person. He wouldn't hurt a fly. He is the most kindest person. We just mm. didn't, we weren't seeing eye to eye on things and I needed to let it go. Mm. A lot of things, um, in order to have peace, I just need to let it go. Like, I needed to let God work on him and mm. not be his Holy Spirit. You know, yeah. like they say, don't Holy Spirit date. Don't don't Holy Spirit <laughs> date your husband either. It does not work. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is the more I sought God on my own, the, the more he was mm. came alongside. It's like, what are you reading? What are you doing? And I had such a greater impact and influence on my marriage, on my husband, on my kids. Like I said, mm-hmm. the more I sought God, the more I let, what I thought he shouldn't be doing or should be doing go and sought God and ask God, like, if I'm wrong, show me if he's wrong, you need to show him because I can't change this. So the more you were healed Mm -hmm. again of, um, of bitterness, resentment, anger, uh, anger, yeah. uh, Being critical or even trying to control. Yep. The more you were healed of the need for all of those things and trusted Uh and rested in in Christ. Yep then that relationship began to heal. Absolutely. Yeah. It 100% did. It changed more in being humble mm-hmm. and saying, okay, Lord, where are my faults in this? Mm-hmm. What am I doing wrong in this? Yeah. And I'm again, like you said, I'm not talking about like if you are being abused, right. that is not what we are talking about. No. If you are being abused, you <clears throat> need to go and tell somebody and you need to get help. Immediately. God yep. does not want you in that place at all. Correct. And you have no ability to change that person staying with them is not going you need to go and get help it's not going to change anything we're talking about conflict more less physical more Mm -hmm. spiritual Mm -hmm. conflict Mm -hmm. and the more i sought god 
the more he started doing over here in him. And even just the other night, it was mind blowing to me. He had a big, he has a decision to make at work. And he came to me and said, I have a decision I need to make. What Mm. do you think? And I was praising God. Hallelujah. Not that he would ever make decisions without me before, but the spirit about it was different. It was way different because before I would have been like, well, you should. And (laughs) I was like, well, let's weigh the pros and cons. Let's see. Let's see. Let's Mm. see God, you know? And it was such a beautiful gift to have that when I dug down, was honest with myself, was honest with God. I laid my pride down and I let him reveal to me the things in me that needed to go. Mm-hmm. He started hit, fixing all the other things. Wow. Like you said, seek ye first the kingdom yep. and all these things. And I think a lot of times we think, oh, I'm going to get a new car. I'm going to get a better job or whatever. Right. But the grace of God is that he's going to give you things that you don't even know you need exactly. because he knows you better than anybody. Yeah. And he can heal further than yes. you realize. Yes. Yeah. I want to answer that question um, for the husbands as well, because there is a role that, <laughs> that the husband has in this process yes. and it is not to be um, um, demanding, cruel, mean, uh, you know, overriding, mm-hmm. oppressive. Yeah, that's no. not what we're called to. Husbands are called to love their wife like Christ loved mm-hmm. the church. So, um, to assume your role as a as an umbrella would be to be a protector. Yes, would be the one who I'm going to assume the role of spiritually protecting my home, mm-hmm. uh, spiritually assisting, encouraging, praying for my wife. Yeah. Uh, assisting, encouraging, and praying for my children, yes, and being that overwatch, yes, uh, for my family. Yes, I'm going to protect my home from spiritual threats yeah. that could come in. I'm going to assess the messages that are coming in mm-hmm. through media and movies and the mm-hmm. world, and I'm going to I'm going to help provide answers, seek the Lord in this, yes, and and pray and protect my family yes. in this. Yes, so, and another way that was um, practically applied is. Um, spiritually, outwardly, I struggled more than my husband, a Mm. lot more. And there were triggers in the beginning that I had that would just set me off. Mm. And we went through counseling, marriage counseling through a pastor, and then we went to an LPC and him just coming alongside to my kids and saying, you need to stop. You Mm. are pushing mom too far, even though I need to have self-control over my actions and my actions are not their responsibility. Him coming in and being that umbrella of protection over me and seeing, okay, mom is done. We are done. Go outside. Let's go do this. I'm going to take the kids. Mm -hmm. That in a practical sense is a way that he was being an umbrella of protection over me is that he saw my spiritual hurt Mm. and he knew how, where it could go mm-hmm. and he chose to step in and take on, you know, like Christ loving the church, yep. take on all that other external chaos when he knew yep. my flesh and my spirit were kind of weak in that moment. Wow, it's good. It's great. Mm-hmm. All right. So these next questions <clears throat> deal with uh, another phrase you mentioned Sunday is going deeper in scripture. Mm-hmm. So um, the question was worded, Okay, Emily, if I've taken the first steps to rebuke dark thoughts, mm-hmm. uh, what is the next step in digging deeper into the Word? Sometimes I get overwhelmed uh, where in the Bible to start and battling, of course, demons and dark yeah. thoughts. Um, and and very wise, the person said, I don't want to play Bible roulette. You yeah. don't want to just open your Bible to just anywhere and start yeah. reading. Yeah. That can be... Uh, that can, 
not be healthy. Yeah. Um, so where do you start for you? Maybe where did you start? What would you recommend for someone who says, I'm trying to get greater peace and healing in my own spirit, right? right. <clears throat> mind, emotions, and will, where mm-hmm. do I start? Um, I mean, your concordance is a great place to start. If you're just going to the Bible basics and you're just in that moment and you just mm-hmm. need to feast on something true, um, any thought that exalts itself above the word of God, you mm-hmm. have to cast down. And in order to know if your thoughts are exalting themselves above God and his word, you have to know his word. True. And there are very um, applicable scriptures. Like I mentioned, Ephesians 4, 31 through mm-hmm. 32, first mm-hmm. Corinthians 13, where it talks about love and how to love. Yep. Um, Philippians 4, 8, 9, mm-hmm. all of these things talk about this is what you don't do and right. this is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know a lot of people will think, oh, I'm just going to close my eyes and point <laughs> and God's just going to <clears throat> amaze me with whatever it is, right? right. Because God's going to lead me to the scripture if I just point. We, we need to be diligent. We need yep. to be doers of the word. We need yep. to take this seriously. Christ yep. took it seriously because he took our punishment. Yep. And now we need to take what he did seriously and walk in our freedom true. and the wisdom of his word. Um, the devotional that the therapist gave me that totally changed and rocked my world was the battlefield of the mind mm. by Joyce Meyer. Okay. Such amazing scripture. She breaks it down for you. She gives applicable situations that mm-hmm. she's used. Mm-hmm. So you can get it on audible. If you're not a reader, it comes with an actual devotional book and a book, or you can listen on audible. Yeah. And my mind was blown. I wow. listened to that. Um, I've done that twice now and I'm just like, why wasn't, why isn't this yeah. being taught? Yeah. And I, I want to applaud you for doing the hard things and preaching on the hard things that you've been doing this last year from mm. blessings all the way through whatever. I don't remember yeah. the one before that. Yeah, It is life changing. It is. It is life changing when yeah. you come to the realization and you ask God for discernment and revelation and knowledge and wisdom. He will give it to you. He will. If you come to him with a willing cooperative spirit, he will give it to you. Yeah. He will. So I'm going to ask a rhetorical question here. Okay. <laughs> is there... Is there shame in going to other resources instead of directly to the Bible? No. I mean, shouldn't I just go straight to the Bible? No. Shouldn't that be enough for me? <clears throat> the Bible should always be our first resource. Yeah. It should well. be enough. But sometimes we need a little more. We need people who are skilled in mental illness. We need people who are skilled in a substance abuse, all of those things mm-hmm. to... as to help guide us. There's no shame in that. I took my kids for years to see secular Mm -hmm. therapists, counselors, psychologists, and I, I was amazed at the things they did. My daughter, they brain mapped her and they took her all the way back to nine months old. And they're like, if you want to correct this, you need to swaddle her. And I'm like, did you not just listen to me? What is going on in my home? Like I won't go into detail about it, but it was bad. It was wow. physically horrible. Mm. And I'm thinking to myself, this is insanity. Mm. Like you want me to swaddle her? <laughs> so I humbled myself. I was like, all right, I'm just going to try this. And I swaddled her and I felt the in- the physical intensity leave her body because wow. they explained it to me that 
all of those things, those seemingly ridiculous things you do as a new mom, cuddling, mm. talking, cooing, swaddling, hugging, holding, kissing, all of those things bathe your brain in mm. hormones and mm -hmm. they get those neurons to start firing. Mm. And if that doesn't happen early on in life, your brain literally shuts down and starts arguing with itself and your wow. physical brain has problems and then it manifests itself in outward behavior. <clears throat> so swaddling her at four years old when she was violent. It was a violent time changed. So many wow. things for her. I was able to take that physical response that came from emotional wounds, yep. I, but yep. I needed to get that physical response under control in order to even have any connection with her. Wow. I needed to have her feel safe with me and secure with me. And I needed to be taught that. So it's good, man. That's a whole nother story. It is. <clears throat> right I told there. you, we don't have yeah. enough time for yeah. these questions. But I think where we started with that was that God has gifted yes. people today yes. within the yes. church as a whole. Mm -hmm. uh, scripture says he's given yep. pastors and teachers yeah. to the church yep. to, for the work of ministry. Yep. So we should never be ashamed of picking up a book or talking to someone no. who has walked in some paths yeah. that have been dark. And they have said, here's what I found in God's word. Yeah. Now, here's what I would suggest to you. Yes. So there's no shame no. in going to a concordance in the back of the Bible yep. where you look up the word peace and you find all the references there yeah. and you go back to it. Yeah. Or picking up a book yeah. that someone else has uh, where they've poured out their life about yeah. how they've walked through it and using that as a springboard back into scripture. Yeah. Yeah. So no shame in that. Concordance, no. great idea. Um not at all. And you need to ask God for wisdom and discernment <laughs> when you're going through it. If something feels amiss, like if the direction that that counselor or therapist or psychologist is taking doesn't feel like it's the way you need to go, you need right. to ask God to open doors to give you people and opportunities to figure it out. Because I cannot tell you how many doors I've walked through and they've mm. been beautiful things. Yeah. But that came by being humble and saying, I don't know what I'm doing. I am lost. I'm confused. In my own life, I was still struggling um, with my own thoughts and worries and anxieties. And here I am trying to help these kids mm -hmm. get through even worse than things that I was going through. Yeah. So just ask God. He gives so graciously and abundantly. And knows you so well, he just wants you to open yourself up. Yeah. So <clears throat> even when you went to scripture, mm -hmm. I'm sure there were times that a verse, you know, leaped off the page yeah. into your heart and <laughs> transformed you and you were like, Oh, you know, this yeah. is amazing. Yeah. But there are other times I'm sure you had to read a verse yep. and then go back to it and read it again. Yep. And then yep. you even mentioned the importance of memorizing, yep. meditating. Yep. And you talked about an app that you used oh, yeah. to help in that process. So Bible, Bible Memorization Pro, and I got, I paid for it. It was, was like say, four it's, bucks. It says Pro, you paid a little bit for it. I paid it. a little yeah. bit for it because it keeps track of your um, scripture memorization. And okay. you basically, you start on like level one, yeah. as my kids say, and yeah, then you Jesus level wept. up. Yeah. yeah. No, no. No, <laughs> and like More the verses. word is there. So yeah. like Jesus wept, you just put J, you push J and uh -huh. then W. And then the first, mm. it's just the first letter of everything. Okay. And then I'll take you to level two where there's some missing 
um, parts of it, missing words out of okay. it. And you keep just pushing the first letter of each word mm. until you get to the last level where it's completely blank. And you mm. keep pushing the first letter of every word um, and it'll like highlight red if you didn't get it mm. correct. And it'll give you like a percentage. It will remind you. It'll okay. say, oh, you haven't done this in a while. It'll keep track of it. And it's super cool. Some people are very visual. Some people just need that kind of yeah. thing. We're very tech oriented in this world. Yeah. So I think a lot of times um, going to scripture, the old fashioned way of yeah. just sitting there with the book and <laughs> saying it 10 times in your head um, is not for everybody. And right. this um, Bible memory app. I grew up in Awana. So like oh, wow. scripture memorization, all that stuff was like super, like yeah. I'm very competitive. We would go and do the Bible <laughs> games and all that kind of stuff with like the paddles. It was yeah. awesome. Um, but also too, like a lot of times I'm memorizing scripture. I might not be able to have my physical Bible yeah. right there with me, or nice. I just might be like laying in bed, just want to like thinking too much. Or I need to just like process the day and instead of going to a game game I'll open that up and I'll let yeah. that get rooted in me and and whatever format works for you is the one you should use yes if an app that's a game oriented mm -hmm. app for Bible memorizing songs. helps do that yeah yep. if it's songs song. for me um, I, I recently grabbed uh, a three by five index card yes. spiral yep did that it's in high kind school of an old school thing uh -huh. from high school mm -hmm. college and I used to carry around a stack of three by five index cards in my pocket back in college. Yeah. And I on I had on one side was the verse. Yeah. On the other side was like the starter to the verse. Yeah. I wrote them all out myself. Yeah. And so I'd look at the back, you know, and it would say, you know, the beginning of a verse. Uh -huh. And I would use that as my starting point. Yes. See if I could memorize the verse. Yep. And pretty soon I, I'd add to the list and yeah. I had a stack of them. So yeah. just recently I went back to that again. Um, I'm on my phone a lot yeah. for different things. So I was looking for a way away from the phone. Yes. So yeah. whatever the tool is yes. that gets you to the place. Do it. Do that thing. Do it. Yes. Because it, it's coming to scripture can sometimes be a one-time yeah. moment where God transforms yep. you. But often it is a process of renewing yeah. and rebuilding. Yeah transforming, tearing down walls, yes. casting down arguments yeah. and this warfare that goes on in our head and yes. our heart and it's work. Yes. And, and we do that work and yeah. that's when the healing comes. And speaking of warfare, you know, it talks about how we do not war against flesh mm. and blood mm -hmm. and that, um, our weapons are not, not carnal. Like it says in the Bible, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God right. is there for you. And if I am going at something in my mind or whatever, I want to destroy it first with the word of God. Mm -hmm. I'm true. to that point now. Like I, I have been on a journey, like I said, secular help and then, um, biblical counselors mm -hmm. and then, um, traditional therapy that aligned with mm -hmm. the word of God. Mm -hmm. And now God, by being obedient and all those things, God has given me such a desire to seek him first in yeah. everything. And he has given just poured grace over me mm -hmm. in that he just, the discernment just flows yeah. and it's just a gift. Like being obedient to his word, you'll just take in more and more and more knowledge. Now I'm no theologian. I'm telling you, I could not explain 90% of what's in revelation. <laughs> and well, sometimes yeah, like I was taught, <clears throat> 
sometimes you have to go at God's word and lay down all your preconceived notions, what you heard in Sunday school. Mm. You need to stop trying to be logical about the Bible and you need to go at it with faith. You just like when fear comes knocking, send faith to answer. And sometimes you can't reason or logically explain things in the Bible and you need to be okay with that. There are just some parts in the Bible that are hard and you need to ask God to give you a spirit and you need to be willing to understand these hard things that it speaks of in the Bible. Yeah. And to know that faith comes by hearing yes. and hearing by the word of God. Yes. So yeah. that's how that grows. It's going to come back again to scripture. Yes. And then in faith, believing what you read there. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, you also mentioned uh, Sunday that you're, um, therapist recommended a certain devotional yes. and that that was powerful for you. Yes. So uh, talk about that and some other resources that have been helpful for you. Okay. So I brought some of them because some people are visual. So I'm yeah, going to hold perfect. them up right here. This was the first one, Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Meyer. Um, she didn't give me, she didn't like just list off scripture. Her approach is very much like you're going to do the work and you're going to go buy the devotional. If you really want to change, mm. you'll do this. She showed it to me. She explained it to me. Um, at first I was like, I'm not, I've done devotionals before. I've been in Bible study, I've been in church my whole life. Like mm-hmm. why is this so much different? Mm-hmm. And this one, every page, every chapter, it just illuminated Hmm. off the page. And like when I started it, I was just listening and kind of like thumbing through it. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, hold the phone. Mm. And I would have to pause the audio book. I would, it made me literally want and desire to open up God's word. And I'm like, does it really say that? (laughs) Where has this been all my life? Well, it's been right here. And I just didn't know how to use it. Wow. Um, And she, and it's such an easy read. She just teaches you the truths about God's word in hmm. such simple scriptures. Proverbs is a great one. Ephesians, Second Corinthians. I mean, the whole Bible, but I'm just yeah, like sure. trying to list some. This I have done twice. Hmm. My kids have done the kid one, the kids version. I've done mm-hmm. it with them. My daughter did the teen version. Um, and now she has done this one and when she was going through a dark time in her life, this was like the saving grace Mm. of, of like keeping her focused, keeping her in the word, understanding the ladies very talks about her struggles, um, growing up and in her first marriage. And it's very relatable. Okay, It's not this super in-depth, deep theological book that you're yeah. going to have to like, oh my gosh, what did I just read? It's so relatable. So any relatable. believer can pick it up. Any and believer can pick it up. Good. And it's devotional set, maybe like a daily thing, or is it more chapter? It It's chapters. <clears throat> okay. It's not like day one, day two, day one, day two, day three. Um, right. A couple of the chapters I had to take a little bit of time on and pause and go and reflect and be like, wow, like what? Um, But it was so eye opening. I just, I cannot recommend that book enough. It changed so many things for my walk Good, and it changed so many things for how I responded to people, my outlook on Mm. life, my like looking at things that I needed to do mm-hmm. and that I needed to give over to God and how mm. to do it. 
nice. how to do it. So you brought some other books as well yes, that I were did. helpful to you. The second book that I read um, that the therapist gave me was Switch on Your Brain by Dr. Caroline Leaf. This is way more scientific. Okay. If you're not in detailed in-depth person the first part of the book talks a lot about the physical parts of your brain hmm. um, and how they work it talks kind of like what I was talking about with my daughter and the bathing of the neurons yeah. and all of those things right this one talks about how our thoughts actually burn she is a neurologist okay. so she has seen these things <clears throat> under um, like with dyes and x-rays and all of those mm. things, she's watched them and okay. it explains that it's phenomenal. And it talks about how your thoughts burn actual new neurological pathways yeah. in your brain wow. to where your automatic response is, oh my gosh, I'm getting on the freeway. This is horrible. Oh my gosh, I'm getting on the freeway. I'm going to be so anxious. Oh my gosh, I'm getting on the freeway and boiling mad. Wow. And it teaches you how that situation immediately goes into a wow. neurological pathway in your brain. But she aligns it with scripture in saying mm. that neurological pathway can be redone and that thought can burn a new neurological pathway in your mind Love it. and change that thought process. And the second half of the book, she teaches you how to do it. Um, it's like 21 day brain detox where you take that lie or that thought like okay. I'm ugly or I'm mm. going to get super mad and have road rage in traffic mm -hmm. and you take that and you write truths and wow. you do it for 21 days. And I did this through a couple of things that I was believing that I just could not get out of believing. Mm. And it, um, now when I go with a lie that is processing in my brain, sometimes I don't even need 21 days. It might take me seven days. It might take me five days because I've molded that inside of me and it's a yeah. quicker, quicker response. It's good. Um, I know this one armed and dangerous. Um, this was by John Ramirez. He is a pastor now. I think he's still in New York. Um, he was actually baptized in the satanic cult by his wow. mother. And he talks a lot about his struggle. This is the book. Um, a lot about his struggle and how he got out of it. Okay. He, there's tons of scriptures in there. He is kind of, similar to the screw tape letters right. um, and how Satan thinks and how the satanic world, because it's an actual thing, like people wow. worship Satan, all that yeah, stuff. Sure. Um, so he talks a lot about that. This okay. one's very um, deep spiritually in his walk. Mm. So I recommend it for like adults to okay. read first. My daughter has done this book and she was blown away. Yeah. Um, Exposing the spiritual roots of diseases. Mm. You can see my sticky notes. Yep. Oh my word. Yep. This is just, he's again, a doctor. He um, talks scientifically less so than this book. Okay. This is smaller pieces of science okay. and how different things, how to, how anxiety works and serotonin and melatonin and all of these different kinds right. of hormones and, yeah, you might have a serotonin or a melatonin imbalance, or maybe your gut needs some good probiotics, but this is what God's word also says. Mm. There might be a spiritual component okay. to why you're suffering. So if physically you're okay and there's no reason for you to be feeling this way, right. maybe we should check it out, okay. what the spiritual root He's might be. He's not saying, however, that every physical disease Correct. is caused no. from a spiritual issue. No. But the fact that Spiritual issues yes. can cause yes. mental, emotional, behavioral, yes. physical yes. dis 
ease, as mm-hmm. we've said here. So and just check it. Just check. Just check. And yeah. you never know. Uh, again, For me, it, it worked. <clears throat> yeah. And, and it goes back to this idea of seek first the kingdom of God yes. and his righteousness. All yes. these things will be added to you. Yes. If there are issues in our life, it, it's healthy and right to mm-hmm. begin with the spiritual analysis. Mm-hmm. God, what are you trying to say to me? What is there yes. for me to learn here? Yes. So yep. it's good. And you got one more. Lastly, this one yeah. was so good. Yeah. I mean, all of them were good. This is probably my second favorite out of the entire stack. It's called Breaking Generational Curses by Caroline Leaf. Overcoming the legacy of sin in your life and family. I mean, not Caroline Leaf, Marilyn Hickey. Yeah. Overcoming the legacy of sin in your life and family. And there were some things that I was stuck in Mm. emotionally and spiritually. And God showed me through tons of scripture in this book about generational curses and how to break bondages Mm. in those senses. And there were some things that had been passed down, like you were talking about Mm. in that sermon. Oh my gosh, that sermon lit a fire in me. (laughs) I can't even tell you. If you have not watched it, go watch it. It is huge. And some people will say that this approach is like looking down on other people or it's like, you know, you're thinking bad about maybe your parent or your grandparent who struggled with alcoholism or who struggled with sexual immorality or with anxiety or depression or worry or whatever. And it's like, no, it's just recognizing some things in your lineage. I mean, Daniel did it in chapter nine, I think it is. He prayed about the sins of his father and he didn't want it anymore. He had, he had been born into a physical mess Mm -hmm. and he did not want it anymore. And he prayed and God answered his prayer. It it took time. Things take time, but you know, sure. So this one was, Oh, it was so good. Yeah. And that has other um, applications into your life and your, oh, your children yes. right now that, again, that would take another couple episodes yes. probably for us like to deal with. Yeah, how much time but. we got older, yeah. <laughs> so, um, well, good. Those are great resources. Yes. Uh, yep. I, I appreciate you bringing those. So that brings us to our last question today okay. is, um, where is the line then between um, relying on a friend, uh, as a counselor, a friend that you can pour your heart out to, relying on a book, and and going to see a licensed counselor or therapist. How do you know when what you're doing is not enough and you really need to go see a professional? If you're okay, well, like I said at the top, um, if you feel like you need to harm yourself or others, that is mm-hmm. an immediate go find somebody who can point you in the direction. And if somebody comes to you and says, I'm suicidal or I have all these thoughts, you mm. need to say, okay, let's find you a professional counselor. Right. Go to the website, focus on the family, go and find a professional person that can help in mm-hmm. those aspects and has way a much larger scope in all of that than right. you do. Um, second of all, for me, now that I've been through all of this and I've walked this journey, how I know now if I need to go see somebody is if I'm stuck, if mm-hmm. I am stuck and I am struggling, 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 and this is not nothing that I've learned that I've done right. traditionally, phys- you know, traditional therapy, um, physical, like help from a traditional Western doctor or right. a natural doctor or whatever. If I am stuck, then go see an LPC and, or yeah. a MFT and, or go to a pastor and say, can you maybe give me some advice yeah. on where to go from there? Yeah. Uh, that doesn't mean that 
you are small in faith because no. you can't pray and get past this. That is a lie from yes. the pit of hell. Yes. That Satan wants you to believe that you're the only one or that you can't get past yeah. this or that you're not saved. And I believe that lie and that lie gave him power. Yeah. It was giving him authority yeah. and I needed to bring my thoughts and my actions under the obedience of Christ. And I needed yeah. to tell Satan, no. Yeah. Yeah. He, he wants to isolate you yes. because he can keep you from being healed yes. in that moment. Yes. So exactly. Uh, don't think, well, I should be able to Pray this through myself. I should be able no. to read the Bible alone no. and get through this. I should be able to do this without telling anyone else. Right. Oh, those are all deceptions. And they lies are deceptions. From the enemy. They so. are big deceptions, and they're there to keep you stuck. Yeah. He is. He, you know, and he's smart. Even in the garden, he told Adam and Eve, "Did he really say that?" He mm-hmm. twists things, so mm-hmm. he may come at you and say, "You should be able to just get rid of this with just opening up your Bible yeah. or talking to your bestie who goes to church." Like, yep. but you just keep doing that. <laughs> right. But yeah. sometimes you need to take a step back and you need to ask God for discernment. And God led us in a lot of avenues. Yeah. Traditional therapy, secular therapy, yep. all kinds of stuff. Wow. Well, I greatly appreciate you being yes. willing and vulnerable yes. uh, with where uh, you've walked, but yeah. also with what God has done in your life. Yeah. And the healing is still taking place. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, There's still things that are happening, I'm sure. Yes. Physically, yes. mentally, emotionally, yes. relationally, that you're still walking yeah. in. I'm learning. Yeah. I'm growing. God is healing me. Yes. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Thank you're you. You're welcome. And uh, I'm grateful you all have joined us today. Uh, I hope this was helpful. I think we've answered. Emily's done a great job of answering the questions that are submitted. So uh, I hope you'll join us in our next episode of Live Him Out as we keep encouraging, educating, yes. and motivating people to live out their faith. Yes. So blessings to you. <laughs>